live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Well, 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 people. I got top billing again, Randy Sklar. You deserve it with that jacket. Welcome, everybody. God, this is great. I love being in this seat. Thank you, Jim Rome. It is so, this is the most fun that we get to have. We, we're, we're staring on the barrel of three hours where we get to talk about sports in a time when sports is popping off right now. I mean, now. some will say college football in the fall, NFL in the fall, I guess the beginning of the NBA and the NHL. Who cares about that? But right now. We're talking about playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. In the playoffs? I watched so much playoff sports last night. It was amazing. We're going to get into all of it. So on the show today, I'll tee it up. We got Adam Rank's going to be here, and we're going to talk. We're going to make sense of the draft. He's in studio. Playoffs. Playoffs. Adam Rank is here. We're going to make sense in hour one of what the draft did and who actually, who are the breakout who players. Has re, who, who should have real hope right, right. now, now aside from the Jets? The time is, it, there's hope right now uh, for everybody, but the Jets have a lot of hope. We're going to talk about that with him. In hour two, we get our buddy Matt Weiner, our St. Louis buddy talking NBA. We're gonna, there's so much to get into with him. And these playoffs are the most topsy-turvy I've seen. Jalen Brunson. Playoffs. Playoffs. We're going to talk about Jalen Brunson. We'll get we'll get into that, and because I want to just talk about what I saw last night, and then in hour three, we're going to talk some NHL with Frankie Corrado. Light the lamp, baby. Light the beam and light the lamp together. If Sacktown had a team, they could light the beam and Sacramento the lamp. needs a hockey team, is what we're trying to say. Light the lamp. So, uh, so we're going to talk hockey with him because these NHL playoffs, we're, we're hanging on with our Canadian teams here. I want the Canadian teams to move on. Because there could be, there is a world where the final four hockey teams are Vegas, Carolina, the Kraken, and, and Florida. Florida. Or Dallas and Florida. Or Dallas and Florida. All warm weather teams, which, you which know, would piss off everyone in Canada. That's right. So we'll get into all that with him. That's just, and, and other fun stuff happening, but. Last night was incredible. I watched the Knicks game. I watched the Lakers game. I watched Edmonton, and I watched the end of the uh, the Maple Leafs game. I basically neglected everyone in my house. As you should. As you should. That's what sports does. It provides you an escape from your family. And we are here today. Listen, you guys can reach us today. I should mention, you can call us 800-636-8686. Email Rome at haveatake.com. You can tweet at us. We are at Sklar Brothers, and we'll read your tweets. And and as always, this is about making— Connor, if you're out there. Connor, if you're no, there. No, Connor. Co- I thought Connor? it was Connor. It's Connor. C-O-N-N-O-R. Is, is it Connor McDavid? No, Connor. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's not Connor McDavid? Do you want my take or what? <laughs> Puberty. Mid, mid-take. So, uh, so Jay- I've reached an age, by the way, when, when I laugh— I just start coughing. Right. I just want you to know, I don't have COVID. I'm not sick. I just, when I laugh, I start, I'm that guy now. I'm an old guy who just. You laugh, cough. <laughs> <laughs> laugh, cough. So the Knicks game last night, you, what I realized, what we're realizing and what we're all seeing right now is how great Jalen Brunson is, period. Jalen Brunson, we need to start talking about him as a pocket superstar. Jalen Brunson is the guy who shows up to your rec league game with he's two got, knee braces. He's got an extra knee brace just in case one of the, the tattered one breaks. Yeah. You're like, does that have copper in it? He's like, no zinc. You're like, is that good for you? I don't know. He's like, this This one here is made as, of asbestos. I made this one. Like, he's the guy who's like, I made this knee brace. You're like, bro, what? Jalen Brunson is the secret sauce to the Knicks. Because without Jalen Brunson, the Knicks are a bunch of guys and Julius Randle. Right. And they're like an eighth seed, seventh seed. They're out in the first round. You get swept in the first round. That's who the Knicks are. With Jalen Brunson, 
They're going to lose to Miami in the second round. No, but still, no, no, no. There's a chance. They, look, They've they, got a shot. They won. They kept it alive. They made this a series last night. If they can win in Miami. Which they won't do. But if they can win in Miami, Jalen Brunson, to me, will be the key to them winning. And what would you say about Jalen Brunson? Jalen Brunson's six foot two, And I'm going to say this right now. I have no proof of this one way or another. I don't think Jalen Brunson can dunk a basketball. Possible. I think, I think I'm not going to argue with you on that. I think he can drop 30 to 40 points in an NBA playoff game in round two. When and it he, matters the most, backs probably, against the wall. And he probably can't dunk a basketball. No, he's the guy in the rec league who you're guarding him, and and he just keeps scoring. And everyone on your team is like, like guard, guard him. him. And you're, and you're like, like I, I am. I'm trying to. I'm guarding him. Jalen Brunson is so good. And if you ask me right now, would you rather have Jalen Brunson on your team or Luka Doncic? Who's sitting at home right now and who's playing playoff you know who basketball? Is? Yeah, I was going to say who's sitting at home saying they'd take Luka Doncic? Not him. No. I, I don't think you take Luka over Jalen Brunson. I don't right think now, so. I wouldn't. I think this guy is the special sauce. So in college, he was a winner, mm-hmm. national champion. And everyone was like, what? what is he doing? Like, I'll tell you what he's doing. He's not getting the love from his father, who is on the Knicks. His, by denying your son that love, he is going to try and win. He was hard on that kid. He is going to try and win that love back one point at a time. One step back. That's why my kids aren't going to be good at sports. You love I love them too much. Too much. Yeah. I need to like go away for a while. Just hate your kids. And I'm going to go out amazing. for a pack of cigarettes. I never understood that move, by the way. Bill, Going out for a Bruce pack Brinkley of cigarettes and never coming, never back. coming back. So you're just like, these are the clothes I'm going to wear forever. Leave all your stuff. I don't care about any of my stuff. You, you don't you don't have where dad go? He went to the store to get cigarettes and he never came back. Oh, you're, you're just so fine. you have one pair of underwear for a month. You're just fine leaving that Milwaukee power drill at home. That's you cool. don't need that. Yeah, that's cool. I don't need those golf clubs. So Jalen Brunson to me, I love that's why I want the Knicks to continue. Watching playoff basketball in the garden. It's magic. It's when the, special. Look, I, and no offense to the Oklahoma cities of the world, but when the Knicks are in it, mm-hmm. when Miami is in it, when the Celtics are in it, when the Lakers are in it, it's just better for basketball. That's so, it's that's the fact, so speaking man. Speaking of the Lakers, Anthony Davis gets an elbow to the temple last night. And, and then, it wasn't even like they were – it wasn't off a rebound. It was just an inadvertent elbow to the temple. And we were like, Oop, there goes street clothes. In a wheelchair. <laughs> Dave Damashek, the great Dave Damashek, showed on his Twitter, and I highly recommend this, a picture of Diane Feinstein, who's in a wheelchair, and said, I'm just happy to see that Anthony Davis is doing okay. Hang on a second there, Like Dave. the second elbow went to Temple, there are people out there saying thoughts and prayers. Right. Thoughts and prayers for Anthony Davis. Is he at, does Anthony he have a street clothes Davis? Is is he Anthony Street Clothes Davis? Listen, Ernie. Anthony Street Clothes hey, Davis. I say, hey, I say, hey, you gotta get up. Shag, you uh, Anthony Street Clothes Davis. Play, you gotta Dave. I say, you Dave. don't have a heart of COVID. Anthony Street Clothes Davis. So the the idea that is he gonna be around the, the when Laker, I took over Papa John's, I say the Lake Shaq, the Lakers have to win game six. If they don't win game six, it is over. So this is the way I feel. This is the difference between the Lakers series and the Knicks series. The Lakers have to win game six. If that goes back to San Francisco, as Barkley said, it's a wrap. That's over. If Miami Maybe loses, he was just talking about eating a wrap. I don't know. Because if Miami Barkley, loses, you think they can, still, they can still win game seven. So I think the Knicks and the weird if, – if Miami loses game six in Miami, I still believe that the Heat will come back and probably win in the Garden. 
Well, you just have having Jimmy that buckets because you have the guy who can say, I'm going to go put the team on my back and get the win. I think Miami was like three for 21 in the first half on three-point shots. If any of those fall, it's a different game. I mean, the Knicks are at their best when they're just they're, – they're frustrating you because they're getting offensive rebound after offensive rebound. They're missing six shots in a row, but they're getting every offensive rebound, and you are demoralized. To yeah. me, that is like – Getting an offensive rebound in in the NBA in a key possession is like making a fourth and three yep. in football. Yeah, you, you you did you what you had them, to do. You forced them out. You you made the plays you needed to play to force them to take a bad shot, and then all of a sudden they have another set of downs. So if I mean the crazy thing is that the I thought the Golden State Warriors were out. I thought they were done, and now I'm like mm, I don't know. Because I believe they could steal one in L.A. And we're going to talk about the extension of the L.A. Lakers in the playoffs. Who shows up at Lakers games? Because like you said, it's magical when you're at the Garden and Chris Rock is there. It's incredible. When you see Jon Stewart there. Yeah. When you see uh, Other comedians there. Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Kevin Bacon there. Spike Lee. I'm assuming Woody Allen just doesn't show up anymore. He's probably in the kids section. Stop it. Um, but yeah, it is amazing. You see like all the people come out for that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the way basketball was meant to be played. And, you know, when they think about the Knicks and you think about the Knicks championship, it's always Willis Reed limping out on the floor. It's not guy with bump on temple in in a wheelchair being wheeled out. Yeah. Even Paul Pierce was like, lose the wheelchair. You gotta lose it. Uh, so is he going to play? There are some people saying that he will, and there are some people saying he's out for a week. I mean, he has to play. He has to play. You, if I mean, he's playing for his legacy right now. Like You have to. Yeah. People are saying the bubble, they just had that extra time off. It was less games. Yeah, so he didn't play a full season, and that's when Anthony Davis was effective in the finals, in the bubble. By the way, L.A. sports in the, in the pandemic period, unbelievable. Phenomenal. Dodgers win a World Series. Lakers win. U.S. Cellular has some great news, especially for you, person listening to this podcast. Right now, you can get one line with unlimited data for just $29.99. So, unlike other cell networks, you won't have to pay for lines you don't need just to get a good price. Get one line for $29.99 with unlimited data today. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms do apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. <laughs> Unbelievable. Thank you, Albie. Uh That was amazing. And then, of course, watching both Canadian teams win in hockey to me was a joy. Because I don't want to see all four. I don't want to see four warm weather hockey cities. Win. And by the way, this is not a not. So we get heat for saying this. We get people get mad at us. The, the, the 12 fans in Tampa who are fans of the Panther. Look, if if. Edmonton wins and goes on to the next round, they're going to cancel school. There's going to be people who are like, I can't do my job right now because I'm thinking about our grind line. There are people who are like, I can't do what I do all day long. I can't be expected to go to work. I have to make a homemade paper mache statue of Leon Dreisaitl in my front yard. I can't be. Can't expect me to go to work. I can't be performing surgery on dogs. Like that's the whole veterinarians. The whole population in Edmonton is like, we're out. We're we're focusing on what we need to do as fans to help Edmonton get over. So when when I Tampa in Tampa, they're not rooting for the Panthers. They're raising illegal panthers in their backyard. And they're yeah. like, this is what I'm doing. I got I to gotta deal with my home zoo. 
I can't have time to watch the what? Like, I don't have time to do this. So, like, so here's what this is the mark of your city. If you are a hockey city, this is it. I'll tell you. How big is your watch party when when you're on the road and they cut back to you? How big is your watch party? How many people are downtown watching the game on big screens? Because they cut away to Toronto last night and the entire city seemed to be it's watching. It's like a Drake concert. Yeah. Everybody's out there. You cut away when Edmonton is down in Vegas, you're gonna cut away and everyone is going to be there. Every single person. Babies, children, dogs, wolves, everything out in the middle. Everyone's town, out in the streets. In the town square of Edmonton. With their Canada goose jackets on. Yeah. Everybody. Everyone's out there. How about the guy singing in the middle of the crowd? That's his thing. Yeah. Like you can have your national anthem on the ice. We're gonna sing it just me in the crowd. That's it. This is in I'm telling you right now. We did we filmed but, but a movie. What? We filmed a movie in Canada and for a month. This is off season, not hockey season. Hockey led off Sports Center in Canada. Yeah, Connor McDavid's like prom photos. That was the lead story. Lead no, story Connor. on TSN. Sorry, is it Connor? I think it's Connor. I think it's Connor. It's Connor. Okay. They, Connor. So that leads off Sports Center. That's a country that needs hockey to survive. They so, need it. So when Edmonton was down two one, I'm like, oh my god. You're down 2-1. Toronto's down 3 The Leafs are going to get swept by the buzzsaw that is the Florida Panthers, and and now they're going to be out. But now, and, then he, and we know the arguments. Before you call us or, or email us and say you're idiots, we get it. All Dallas Stars fan who lives in uh, Fort Worth, don't get mad at us. We're here to say We that, understand. We understand that all the players on those southern teams are from Canada. We understand that all of them are kids and, and players I that we root for. I get it. You lived in Saskatoon. Now you're stationed down in Dallas, and you're the biggest hockey fan ever we get we're not talking to you we're talking to the rest of dallas that could give a crap that's who we're talking about we're talking about the rest of the city when the whole city shuts down because there's a chance you can make it to the next round you are a hockey city that's right no one is saying that tampa florida is a hockey city they have a good hockey team they're not a hockey city like Vegas too. Or Vegas. Tampa's not Tampa's the lightning. So like it's any floor any city. Yeah, Jay, I love that you're talking about the Florida Panthers being in Tampa. I don't Tampa. even know where they are. See, there you go, Jay. But, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like the Lightning, they're that's a great team, and they've been a great team. Tampa should be a hockey city, is it? No. It's not a hockey city. I don't know what they support. Now, the fans of the Lightning are huge fans. We're in L.A. The L.A. Kings fans are great fans. We lived in L.A. for both of L.A.'s Stanley Cup runs. As soon as games, like we, we had to go do comedy in the city of L.A. after they won, the night that they won, both times, coincidentally. You wouldn't have known it. Out in the streets, if you're nowhere near downtown where, the, where they played the game, there's no knowledge that, that that they just won a world championship. They're None. not trying to keep people, people aren't driving with flags. People aren't burning couches in the street. Aren't climbing up street lamps. They they would be doing that in Edmonton. They would. If Vegas made it past Edmonton, tell me what is going to happen in Vegas. No one's going to take a, a One, stripper. A stripper might take a day off of work. She'll take a six day, and that's it. To maybe catch up on some of her work because she's trying to put her through ways. Herself through medical school. Exactly, through school. So, you, I, you know, people are just playing the slots. They don't care. They don't care. That's they just it. don't care. So, again, I'm happy that Vegas has a team. And a lot more people are living in Vegas and a lot more people are, you know, taking ownership. They have more sports teams. No one cares. Someone may take five minutes out of their round at Top Golf to acknowledge that they won. 
to tip a beer back just to the Golden Knights. A batch of, like, drunk wom- a drunk woman who's broken yeah. into the zoo. Yeah, that I, <laughs> you got to be very careful. I think drunk women, what we've realized, they're powerful. Too much confidence. Too much confidence and too much just energy, like, to be stopped. A drunk woman will break into a zoo at, like, midnight and get into the lion enclosure. With her friend. And they'll just be like, hey, here, kitty, kitty, here, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. It's her birthday. It's my birthday. She's twenty nine. Why would would you you tell tell my? Why would you not tell? Oh my god, God, you're being such a jerk right now. That's what a. And then their other drunker friend is walking outside, like Like, they're fine. They're not fine. They're not fine. They're gonna be food for this animal right now. That's what is happening in Vegas during the NHL playoffs. And it's not because of the NHL playoffs. It's because of something else. Edmonton, you ask any kindergartner in Edmonton, they could tell you Yari Curry's stats. Yeah. They have to They have to learn it. You have to learn it. You have to learn all these things. Who's your hero? Grant Fuhrer. You're six. Okay. Like Mark Mark Messier. I don't... There are kids... Not the Rangers, Messier. There are kids in in Edmonton who refuse to accept the fact that Mark Messier was on the New York Rangers. Yeah. And that is... That is a true eye. So to see both of those teams win last night, to me, as a person without a dog in the race, our St. Louis. Which, by the way, always makes sports better. We Can can we acknowledge that? It, it's always better to watch sports when you don't have a team in it. When you're just watching it. Like, I, if I'm watching a team that it's I It's a love, curse. It's a curse if your team keeps advancing. Because you're like, oh, God, now we got another game. Like, Bill Self. Bill Self said, famously said. What did Bill Self famously said? Get that kid the money. No, no. I'm sorry. Bill they, Self said. Famously said. Bill Self famously said, winning is a relief. Losing is a disaster. A there is no joy. There is no joy in that at all. That's what it is to love your team so much. That's how you root for a team as a fan. You're like, we. if we win, I am relieved. If we lose, my whole next week is ruined. Now, if you're just watching games, you just want to see great games. So we just saw, we saw four great games last night. The Knicks won, Golden State won, and it, it, uh, fantastic. By the way, the first half of that game was amazing. Yeah. That so Golden State won, and then both Canadian teams won in the NHL. It's so exciting. So you got three twos across the board. Clones, what do you want when you're craving protein or you need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. You want beef, pure and simple. Where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper beef jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper beef jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for its relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously, and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest. It goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clones, if you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? The Panthers. <laughs> as the Tampa Bay Panthers. Yeah, Jay's like, right. they're from the Panhandle, right? Yeah. They're from Pensacola. Who cares? 
Jay, we had to bring someone in because you're, first of all, your, your jacket makes you look like you're coaching a women's gymnastics team in Romania <laughs> in 1987. They needed discipline. All right, you're, listen. Uh, you're about to be wrapped in controversy. That's that jacket. <laughs> that, yeah, that jacket is all about controversy. Uh, Adam Rank joins the us. The voice you hear is Adam. From the oh, NFL yeah, Network. Hey, buddy. I, I, I have a bad habit of, of starting a talk before I'm in. No, no, you're in, man. Dude, we're, I love that you're, you're here. here. Longtime friend from when we worked at the NFL Network and did a bunch of stuff together. You've done our podcast a number of times. Yeah. I love everything you do on there. You know your fantasy. You know your stuff. And it's just always fun. And you're a fan of this show, which I oh love, too. Growing Way up back. With, Way back. Way like back. Pre-Rochester. Pre that is Amazing. one of the things. Like that is That's like great. Jim Rome was doing the Scrub Saturday show. Uh -huh. It's kind of like you know what? I'm gonna go see Blink 182 this summer. Yeah, I was there for the Scott Rayner days. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, no, Travis mean, Barker was in the you know, B was, was in the you know the opening act with the Aquabats. I was with Scott Rayner. They hadn't even done. Uh, they had just done Dude Ranch and gone on. And that's the way that I feel with Jim Rome. Is and I where's, feel like where's Scott Rayner from? Jay is he from? Uh... He's from Tan no, Tampa. 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 He's from Tampa. Okay. Just, just, just making sure. Get these idiots off of here, someone says on Twitter. Uh, I <laughs> didn't say they were from Tampa. Here. I didn't say they were from Tampa. Uh, speaking of Tampa, um, no, but let's talk about the I, I've got you here. I want to yeah. talk. I, my question for you is how put a percentage on how much the entire NFL network and the entire world of the NFL every single week are going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. It's always going to be Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be the top story 100%. every single week. Is every that game. Every. I mean, they put them on Black Friday. They started that new thing. Yeah. They, they're starting it. They're doing the schedule release today. Okay. Which is like, we've known who you've played. Yeah. Like, you've had a, you know, somebody delivered the package, mm -hmm. you know, during Christmas. It's like a Christmas box that you've like, oh, yeah, I should open that now. Yeah. I forgot. I'm, I'm out of socks. Yeah. So I'm going to go to this package of Bombas that, you know, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't mean to sad. name drop yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, No. Look at him name. dropping with, podcast sponsorship. I know. Don't I, say that. <laughs> uh, that's my one note that I always get every show. But it's always like, as a comic, though, yeah. you know you have to be specific. You, you can't say, got, don't say, don't say candy bar. You got to say Snickers. Right. Or, or, right? or Fifth or, Avenue. Or Fifth Score, Avenue. Bar. <laughs> Score Bar. Score Bar. Heat, Score Bar. It's the same thing. Mars. Uh, like, whatever it is. But, like, Aaron Rod, like, yeah. Aaron A-Rod oh, is going to be, he will be spoken about in a, he'll be the top story every, because, because he's cause still story, good. And also because yeah. there's a story if he succeeds and there's a story if he fails and it's both of those proof. stories are white. You hot. don't want him to be middle of the road like no. the Packers were last season. And I don't think that they will, you know. I mean, he I, kind of is coming into the perfect situation. Everyone's like, they're a quarterback away. They're one great Hall of Fame quarterback away from being really good. Great coach, yeah. great defense. Absolutely. And he goes into a system that he knows. Like Russell Wilson went to Denver, had to learn a new system. Right. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett wasn't really mm -hmm. up to the up to the challenge, so mm -hmm. to speak. Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers knows Nathaniel Hackett. He knows what he's doing. He doesn't have to go in there and, and learn a new playbook. He's bringing some of his buddies over. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb's going to be there. Garrett Wilson has the opportunity to break out like Devontae Adams. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers was playing hurt last season. A lot of people kind of overlook that fact. His thumb was banged up. And listen, I, I'm a Bears fan. I know. I you, do you do not want to see him succeed. I do not want to give I Aaron Rodgers any credit, but he is going to go out there and throw for 5,000 yards. Wow. He's going to throw for like 40 touchdowns. And he's going to take several shots of ayahuasca. And yeah. he's going to go on his own trip. He's going to be on the McAfee show every week, just saying whatever. He's He is super entertaining. And I just seeing him at the Knicks game and like the Knicks. Yeah. 
went on this crazy run. The entire Madison Square Garden is like blowing up. Losing it's their minds. Losing yeah. their minds. And he's just sitting there and he's just nodding. His head. Like, I'm like, yep. this guy is going, in my opinion, is going to be perfect for New York and perfect yes. for that market. He's so calm and he will not get rattled by the situation at no. all. The problem for me is that they're stepping into the, the most toughest loaded, division in the history of sports. The AFC yeah. is like the is like the, the West Western, Coast of the NBA in the, the Western mid, Conference. Western Conference in the mid 2000s. Like yeah. every champion every is going to come in there, right? Yeah. Every team is good. I mean, and, even when you're ranking the quarterbacks of the AFC, you're like, where does Aaron Rodgers fall into this? He's where behind, does he, behind like Mahomes. He would, Absolutely. Behind Burrow. Behind yes, Burrow. Absolutely. Behind Josh Allen. Now, now we're on the fence. I'm not ready to make that call. I've seen too Justin much. Herbert. Justin Herbert. Again, is really he, good he's quarterback. The, he, great quarterback in the Chargers. But is he, just like, is he there? Yeah. No, he's not. Like, would you even put Justin Herbert ahead of Trevor Lawrence? Oh, Trevor Lawrence. No. Like, I don't know. Like, Trevor Lawrence played Trev-la. extremely well. Dude, and season. then went to a Waffle House. We talked about this yeah. on our podcast. Just showed up at Go a Waffle, Waffle House. House. Just hanging out. Which no may be the nicest restaurant in Jacksonville again. I don't know. And, and Jay, Jacksonville don't, is where in that's Florida? Where, that's where the Panthers are okay, from. Okay, good. Jacksonville. Just checking. Just sure. But uh, so I agree. I mean, there are so many great quarterbacks in the AFC. And the AFC is that uh, it doesn't even, doesn't even compare. Yeah. I'm like, The me. NFC has, it's it goes, I think everybody would acknowledge, Jalen Hurts is yes. the number one quarterback Absolutely. in the NFC. Yeah. Then it's a fist fight like battle royal because the Bears fans will come in and be like, you know what? We're going to see an opportunity for Justin Fields to go out and do his thing. The Vikings you fans will. are like Kirk Cousins. Dak and, Prescott. You know, the Lions fans are like Hendon Hooker. Oh, no, Jared Goff. Sorry. Jared. <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> well, Hendon but, Hooker is a great idea. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, why not get a 25-year-old Why not? He's How dare to, you? To, I, I'm just an older <laughs> hooker to join the team. Experienced one. Yeah, I'm not, not saying the truth here. No, it's true. You know, you got somebody who's there on a business trip who's, you know, I don't, I can't keep up with the young. Hey, listen, you know. he needs something to oh, do. I'm so out of town. What are we going to go with? We're going to go with the hooker. hooker. So yeah. the Lions play the Chiefs. Yeah. The game one. Game Opening one. up. So we're going to, we're going to, I love it. We're going to know who the Lions are I right away. I want to know because outside of the Kansas City Chiefs, no team had a better ending to their season than, than the Lions. Lions. Like, think about it. You finished nine. Everybody was in love with you from Hard Knocks. Sure. You go nine and seven. You knock out the Packers. And eventually. Even when you don't, it, when you have nothing, nothing on the line. Nothing to play for. Nothing to play for. Packers have everything to play for. That's such that's, a Dan Campbell sort of a and thing. And they've, they've tortured the Lions for years. For years. Aaron Rodgers with those desperation heaves mm-hmm. at the end Hail of games Marys, and all yeah. that stuff. And not only did you beat them, you sent them to New York. Like, you should be celebrated. That's a great thing. And the Lions fans are walking around. With their chest puffed out, like we're the best team in the NFC. It's like, okay, well, and here's the Lions. It's like if I joined the WWE and they're like, okay, uh, go fight Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah. no, 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 I don't want to do that. But we'll find we'll out. We'll see what you can do right now. You better be able to come off the top rope. No, he but can't I can't get up there. People are expecting, I mean, the stakes are low. This is not college football. College football, you lose one game at the beginning yeah. of the season, you're like, oh, we're done. In the NFL, you can start off 0 and 3. And still not still. only make the playoffs, but ha- so for the Lions, they're like, let's make a game of this. Let's but make if, a game of it. But, but if it's the Lions, though, it's still like you'll have that thought of the answer line. It's like, I'm no longer taking. Can you they serious. catch him sleeping? And not that the not that the Kansas City Chiefs would ever be sleeping, but the Kansas City Chiefs are like, we know we're going to be there in the playoffs at the end, yeah. and it doesn't matter where we play. 
At Arrowhead, yes, that's helpful and whatnot. Right. But I think home field advantage is now overblown in every single sport. You're seeing, remember that that World Series where between many, Houston and Washington, where every single road team won the game, won yeah. every single game. I feel like it's changed. In and Michael we talk Major. to athletes. We talk to athletes. They'll say, "What feels better, scoring the winning, you know, winning touchdown in front of the hometown crowd where they go crazy, or silencing another stadium? Yeah. Like silencing another? Think about stadium. the Lions pretty... in the Lions, Lions at Lambeau, yeah. forcing everyone to watching leave early. them leave, watching yeah. them walk out it's of the stadium. It's kind of fun. It's, that is, it's a as an athlete, you love that more than anything because you stuck it to the fans. It's like you're the villain and you're the victor. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Like the heel winning WrestleMania. It rarely yes. happens. Although yes. Roman Reigns did it and we all went home and we were upset. But, you know. We weren't happy how about many, that. Am I, have, I, have I wedged in too many? Wrestling like Jim, references? Jim's not here. So this is an opportunity. Wait, Jim's not in. here? So Where is he, Jay? He's, he's in, in Tampa. Okay, good. With, he's watching the Florida Panthers He's in play. Tallahassee. <laughs> watching watching the, the Florida Panthers. Right. So Don't right. they play games in Savannah, too? That's the thing that kind of probably threw you They off. play everywhere, man. They, they, they're all over Florida. They're the Florida Panthers. Right. They so, rep the state. So we we just we have some distance from the draft. Yeah. It's a good draft. It was an interesting draft. I think a lot of teams got better. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people questioned the Lions and who they picked when they that picked was, them. That was interesting. Like, why pick who you picked when you pick? I actually don't think the picks are bad picks, but when they picked them were you know, not. Yeah, I, as we get more What's time and space yeah. Dust away from it. Because, you know, DeAndre Swift was always great as an idea. Right. You know, like, you're like, hey, it's I, got a, I got an idea for a movie. We're going to. We're gonna have The Rock be Black Adam, and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, and it's like ah, yeah. it could have been better. You know, that's the line. You know, that's right. what it's like. Felt. Driverless cars, or that's what DeAndre said. It's a good Swift. idea. Yeah, DeAndre says okay. like, it's a good idea. I can sleep but on. like then at the same point, you're like, no one's driving this thing. Yeah, that's it's a little off. I don't trust it. So right. if you go out there, and there's a lot of people that contend that Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs, is, Gibbs is better is a than Bijan Robinson. Yeah, well. That's He's a bit different. Bijan Robinson is different. I, Why didn't you get Bijan Robinson my, at six? My friend Charles. Well, yeah. Well, Drop, my, yeah. you know. So that's the you question. Could've. Why didn't they? What I, was the what was the holdup there? I think the value that you can get if you feel like Jameer Gibbs can come in and play a certain type of role for you. You still have David Montgomery there. Yeah, they just gave him a lot of money too. Every down back who's mm-hmm. going to be your goal line guy, and then you have Jamar Gibb, Jameer Gibbs, excuse me, in there getting his twelve. Touches or and whatever. catching the ball, the catching the ball, and like he's doing, gonna be such a, yeah, a receiver such, out of the backfield. He's very. I think it makes it, it makes sense for them looking back in it in hindsight. They moved on from DeAndre Swift, which again seems like a great idea, but it ultimately is not working. So over. maybe they got better. So to they me, could've. the draft to me is all about the skill players that get picked up at the end of the first round yeah. by good teams or teams that are on the brink that the next year are going to make like an insane impact. So who in this draft do you see, all right, this team got this guy late first round, early second round, and it's a steal? Yeah, well, anytime the Chiefs do that, you're like, okay, I'm going to take note of that. Although Sky Moore didn't really pan out. But I will say this, and this is going to come off as very biased, very one-sided, but I will tell you right now that Rashawn Johnson, who was drafted by the Chicago Bears, Mm -hmm. is going to be an absolute stud. Really? He ends up being the number one back for them. I really do believe that. Wow. And he's one of those guys that was playing behind Bajan Robinson, mm-hmm. wasn't given an opportunity. Now, he could have been, you know, a transfer. He could have entered the transfer portal and gone on and, and gone to San Jose State or done anything like that. 
He stayed at Texas. Mm -hmm. He developed his skills. He was a, a less four tread on the tires. He was a yeah. He was a four star sure. quarterback recruit. Yeah, less tread on the tires. He's going to come into an offense that's going to want to run the football. Upgraded its offensive line. So I'm I'm in already in dynasty drafts, <laughs> and I, they did it during my show. They they I I feel like this was they did it during my show, and I had to auto pick. You know, had to set up my guys, and somehow, controversially. Did I say that correct? And what happened? You did. You did. Uh, it, your pronunciation was controversial, but yes. I did not. I did not end up with. I'm like, how did I not get up with Rashawn Johnson? I ended up with Downs, the uh, the receiver from Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, I tried to reason with the guy who got Roshan. <clears throat> There's a cough button right there. I got you. I've been waiting to use it. You, like, Jay, I never good job. Get, I never get a chance to use it. I the mean, cough and button. think about what a back can do. A Jonathan Taylor, what he did for the Colts and yeah. who he is for that team. Transformational. Transformational guy. For that, and I got, I love seeing that. I love seeing a guy who maybe and Jonathan Taylor was amazing, but was, I don't know if he, he was, was huge. And yeah, but he was big at Wisconsin. We kind of knew he sure. was going to come out. You want to find those guys that are coming out of nowhere. And then I think the biggest question is, what do you do with the rookie quarterbacks? Because mm -hmm. obviously, you know, throw them into the fire or just Bryce, let it back up. And Bryce Young went first overall, and mm -hmm. a lot of people think but like that's he, you. So no, it, you gotta you gotta pick Anthony Richardson. So there, so there's the difference. The size difference is enormous. Yeah, like we are not five. talking enough about the fact six that five. He, yes, that's a six huge. five dude. That's, and and Shane Steichen is the guy who helped Jalen Hurts take that next step. Yeah. in the NFL. Now he's gonna go and listen. Anthony Richardson is a great athlete. He's a great dude, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like I really love him, and so. They're going to put him into a situation where it's like, just go out there and do what you do. Just do. run the ball, throw also, it when you need also, to. Also, what you're saying is they don't have great coaches at Florida. We will take you in and, I mean, and, and coach you up. We'll play or develop you where we'll you need We'll develop you and take because you're the raw talent that we need, and we don't think they did the right thing with you. at Half of the draft I mean, this is, is Gaines. This is Gainesville. This is where the Florida Panthers play. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> they play there in the swamp. Mm -hmm. They right. had the outdoor game. It was the Winter Classic with a Gainesville. Gainesville. So, so all right. So, Anthony Richardson, we're going to look, obviously, for him to potentially make a huge impact this year. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else, skill player, you're like, get this guy in fantasy now because you're going to wind up whooping people if you do. Well, this one will be a little chalky because he, he was a first-round pick, but I get a lot of questions about Jackson Smith and Jigba. Mm -hmm. And so many people think, like, well, he's going, in, he's going into a spot where – I don't want to draft him now because DK Metcalf's there, Tyler Lockett. But mm -hmm. I would contend that JSN is somebody you absolutely need to target because he thrives when he has those great skill players around him. If you look at his time at Ohio State, he had the greatest Garrett receivers. Wilson, mm -hmm. Chris Olave, who is the guy who stood out the most? He was the guy. He was, was the dude. And he's coming off an injury, so we kind of have, we're sleeping on him because we he haven't seen him in scared. action in a little while. And this was a guy who, you know, as a as fans of a rival, that's the guy you feared the most. Yeah. That's the guy you're like when they need a catch. Every time they went to him, he made the catch. He and made important catches Fully when it covered. counted. Yeah. Like, like this is a guy who made catches with his hands, made plays when he was when guys were all over him. He made in catches the, with his hands. No, Jay? he didn't. Yeah. This dude, I'm telling you, that's great. This is I, good sports talk radio. This analysis this, right there. No, Hashtag analysis. Yeah. This, yeah. Making catches. With, I'm, I'm telling you, this guy's, a, this guy's a football player. I'm telling you right <laughs> Can now. Can we kill God, that man. phrase? He's I, just a football player. He's just. A, he's a guy. Yeah, he's a guy. Or anytime they he's say the full name of the league, yeah. you know that they don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> and they're just trying to find a way. Like, I got, I got a thirty-second clip I need to fill. Like, hey, 
When you come to the National Football, football League, you've got nothing you to say. you got to be a football Ball player and, and not just a guy. Not just a guy. You need to be a, a dude. Football player. And I like listen, I like receivers who, who catch, catch with the their ball hands. With Catch the ball with your hands. I've had There's a different. There is. Uh, you guys there are. are body, you guys are making body, jokes on because, me. Right, that's what we do. <laughs> you guys making joke on me. I'm telling you. Really you really are becoming the Romanian gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> You're making joke on me. I like it very much. But Can I'm, you see what it smells like through the screen right now? Just, like it looks like it would to, smell Dracar, like menthol. Yeah, I was going to say Dracar. Dracar. Uh, I got to drive an Uber after this, so take <laughs> it easy. Fellas. Adam Rank, where can people catch you and watch you on the NFL Network and watch what you do? Uh, we will be having a fantasy show, a fantasy spectacular on Friday. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. And hey, then uh, we'll be going down and filming. Oh, I'm sorry. It's live. Yes. Uh, as far as you know, I might wear the same thing. Do Just it. Just throw everybody it. off. Wear the same Watch thing. Watch this dude. Just Listen to this that? dude. Follow yes. him on Twitter and follow him on, on Instagram. I'm He's a long-time clone. Long-time clone. Pre-Rochester. Support a clone Farm that got made something of himself. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Cincinnati mayor making bets, writing checks that his butt can't cash. It's the Sklar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome on CBS Sports Radio. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you have earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. AI is going to get us, Jay. We are back <laughs> finishing up hour one. It just goes so fast. The robot couldn't even say your name right. right? Couldn't even do it, Jay. You're getting a lot of love for your jacket. JT and SD said, does Sinbad know you raided his closet? I think that's for you, not May me. Sinbad rest in peace. He, I don't think he's, he's not dead. dead. I, I just, just want him to get a, get a good sleep. night's sleep. I know. Uh, let's read some reactions, some tweets. Uh, Sklarn away. Anthony Day to Davis mm-hmm. took a brutal shot to the temple. Please. Signed Abraham Lincoln. You know what, Lincoln? Please. What uh, what play he was watching? What was he playing? Was he Hamilton? Watching? He was. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, v and the Fee wore the Sklar brothers, being my favorite set of twins besides the ones that reside on my. Okay, you know Hang what? On I a can't e- I Hang can't on e- a minute. Sklar's, uh, great to have you back in the jungle. Uh, I guess that means we're back to signed obscure hipster bands. Andy from Denver wore Sam Elliott giving some Knights Oilers analysis. AC Slater's chair uh, on Twitter said, I hate the Golden Knights regards R. Kelly's mattress. Hang on a second. Wait a minute. That's N-I-G-H-T. All right. Okay. Stephen H-Town at Stucknut. Dress for the job you want. Yeah, I like my jacket. Yeah, Jay. Uh, Wooden Laconic at Sklar Brothers. Anthony Davis is soft. There's only one good reason to leave the court in a wheelchair. Regards, Paul Pierce. Unwar the Great Equalizer. Mm-hmm. Is the Great Equalizer, is that? That's the Queen Latifah show, the Great Equalizer. <laughs> I love that show. Remember the the Mentalist that show. The Mentalist. He's a detective who uses, uses his, his brain, brain to, to solve, solve crimes. Like you mean like every other detective? He's the Mentalist. He uses his brain to solve crimes. He uses his hands to catch the ball. Jamie and Green Bay. Uh, at Sklar Brothers, Hawaiian Raiders fans excited for the NFL schedule. Oh, hey, Kenny Jr. Hey, get down from there. Get down from under there. Get, get down from underneath get there. Get the kettle chips, Kenny Jr. Come on, bro. A lot of breath coming out, bro. Come on, bro. Let's go, Raiders. Raiders, We're bro. here in Honolulu. We're big fans. Let's go, bro. Come on, bro. Uh, hey, Skyler Brothers. 
There's Perfect. a good start. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, the brow must have been great at hide-and-seek as a kid. I mean, he can find an elbow, a mm -hmm. finger, a foot, a mm -hmm. small boy, a fan, the freaking small foul boy. line. Getting, I don't know. If he doesn't play street clothes, we'll play. We'll pray. The purple and flags will not go away. I'm out, Scott, in Salt Lake. Maybe. So, yeah, is he going to play? That's the question. We're I mean, that's look, look, if he doesn't play, there's no way. I, don't I agree. Lakers win I agree. At least uh, the the mayor of Los Angeles isn't making bets with the mayor in San Francisco. They're like not making the mayoral. Can we just talk about this for a second? Cincinnati mayor at Fab Af Tab, -tab Purival dropped another proclamation about the upcoming Chiefs Bengals game. So so last year, last year he went. He into read a the very official game. sounding proclamation from his mayoral desk. Right, claimed from before the playoff game between KC and Cincinnati. They needed to take a paternity test, Cincinnati, to see if it was Casey's daddy. Or Joe Burrow. Is it that Joe Burrow was... They was called it Burrowhead, Burrowhead Stadium. He he made it very official. He tried to talk smack. He Only got, to have it pop back in his face. Travis Kelsey on the podium said, get this guy to shut up, stay in your own lane. Called him jabroni. a jabroni. You jabroni! Right? He same and the Dude, he took podium time. Post call this guy out from Cincinnati. He doesn't even seem like a bad guy. He just it was a bad decision. Like someone in his office is like, I'm a huge Bengals fan. This guy is probably not a huge Bengals fan. No. Someone was like, You gotta make a statement, you gotta make it funny. And he let the intern write the thing and then he delivered it. He didn't it. know what he was saying. And then they put it on the bulletin board in in Burrowhead Stadium, and Travis Kelsey was like, I'm now gonna take this guy to task. I'm gonna take it personally. And the fact that everyone in Burrowhead Stadium at that moment just cracked up and went nuts means that it did resonate with everybody. Everyone heard it. Mayor called this out. So this time he just said, this game's happening on such and such day. And then he turns to another player. Orlando Brown? Maybe? Yeah. Orlando Brown says, is that a, was that okay? That right? he he like, said, it's better, better than, than the first time. time. Better than last time. Even in, his, even in his own video, he's like getting dogged by the guy who's shooting the thing with him. Yeah. Yeah. I say we can't do this anymore. The mayoral, the year, the mayoral. Well, look, I'll say this. If you want to go after Jackson Mahomes. Have at it. No, the mayor of Cincinnati you. should be able to take shots. Take some shots at Jackson at Mahomes. Jackson Mahomes. Not a good guy. Not a good guy at all. And you, you want to take a shot at, at Pat Mahomes' wife? Yeah. Kansas City is going to be on your side. They'll be like, thank you. Okay. We're building bridges here. We can't say. It's, it's like if you're... If your younger kid is being super disrespectful for you to you, you're like, obviously I'm not gonna lay hands on my kid. But your older you turn kid, your older kid, you're like, take care of give it. Give him a pop. Take care of it. Give him a pop. That's what happens between brothers. Yeah. Take care I, of it. I can't I can touch don't, you. I, I'm not gonna get it. I'll take an extra I second to get, get in, in and break your way. it up. I won't I won't get in your way. But I do think that like the Let's lose the mayoral bet. Let's not send a case of beer. Like, you want to put something on the line, you say, if we lose to your city as the mayor of the city, you get my wife for a month. Spouse swap. I won't ask any questions. That's an indecent proposal you that I would be down with. You get her for a month. And maybe you don't want her after a month. You get my husband if it's a woman. You, take you my have, kids. For You got to take my kids. Put some skin in the game. Now I'm like, okay. Okay, that, that's a mayoral bet that I can deal with. Hour two, Matt Weiner, we're going to talk uh, NBA. Hour three, we're going to talk NHL with uh, Frankie Corrado, former player. We might get a call from Ozzy Guillen. We don't know. All this is happening right now. We're just having fun. Psh, come on now. It's the Sklar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome on CBS Sports Radio. This is so much fun. I can't believe the first hour is down. We'll see you. Hour two. Stay with us.
Guys, keep yourself tight and feeling confident with new and improved Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant, reformulated with 72-hour sweat and odor protection and one-quarter moisturizing cream. Stop worrying about your underarms so you can be present for the moments that matter. Do not let underarm insecurities keep you at arm's distance from the ones you care about. Buy new and improved Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant with 72-hour sweat and odor protection wherever personal care products are sold. All right, guys, we are back. Hour two, Matt Weiner coming up in the middle of this hour, and then hour three, Frankie Carrado. We're going to talk hockey, NHL. We were talking about uh, the mayoral bet at the end of hour one, which is during a series, a playoff series. Really, typically, it's the championship series. Our city's been the sport. We, you beat us. We'll give you a, two, ca- a case of our best beer. And, well, and she's like, we'll give you a case of Milwaukee's best like that's, that's not, that beer is not Milwaukee. That's not best. the best beer in Milwaukee. If you send that, if the mayor of Milwaukee had sent that to the mayor of Phoenix, that could be seen as an act of aggression. Yeah, out and out war. We need to send other things like send all send like a bunch of inmates to go From, clean up every highway in the other city. Yeah, we'll, you win. We'll adopt your highways. There you go. We got a tweet. Carl and Prescott. We got a couple tweets. Let's hear. Uh, let's do uh, not Steph. Okay. Uh, I love that the Sklar brothers still get associated Jim Rome after all these years. Hashtag Henderson. I feel like that could be positive, or it could also be like. An I ag- think it's positive. It's more. All right. Uh, if you read it sarcastically, oh, I love, love the Sklar brothers still after still all these after years. All these years. Carl and Prescott. Yeah, we love it. At Sklar brothers, we are willing to bet Robert De Niro's kids signed mayor of L.A. He just had another kid. Seventy nine years old. Just Does had he, another kid. Great time to have a kid when you're seventy nine. Smart. It's easy. He basically said to the person he had the kid with, I'm not going to take part in this at all. You hold it. Enjoy this. You Like, you just got another puppy. I just got a second puppy. I, I have a dog that's two and a half. I just got another puppy. That was a dumb decision. As we're, like, waking up in the middle of the night to let the dog out so he doesn't poop in the bed. It's like, that, that, that was a dumb decision. I, you over, can't crate train under, a baby. Over under on how many times De Niro changes that baby's diaper. I'm going to say in the life of that baby, that baby will probably wear if it's like you change a couple of diapers every day right. for the first two years. Okay, so that's 600 and whatever, Jay. 700 diapers. 700 diapers times three. There's 2,100 diapers, diapers appar- approximately in this baby's life. Let's say 2,500 to be safe. 2,500 diapers in this baby's life. And I'm going to tell you, De Niro doesn't change 10 of them. Fair. Fair. When De Niro changed his first diaper, they were all cloth. Yeah. that That's how old De Niro is, and you're having a baby at this point? He's not going to know how to strap someone into a car seat. <laughs> when his kids were, like, normally they let the kids Great just call. hang out. Great call. Weird. Fantastic call. You know what else is weird? Let's hear it. Mookie Betts. I don't know if you read about this, Rand. Got an Airbnb. That he, sounds like the beginning of a nursery rhyme. Mookie, Mookie Bats, Bats got an Airbnb, Airbnb or a bad limit. Fun for you, fun, fun for, for me. me. Right. <laughs> Upcoming trip to Milwaukee because the Dodgers are going to be staying at a haunted hotel. Apparently, it's a haunted hotel. The Fister Hotel, which I don't know if I would stay at a hotel and sleep comfortably at a with hotel. With the word fist in it. I don't know that I can do that. I'm, I'm sleeping on my back. Does that put me in Bet's camp? I, I I guess I'm with him. It's P-F-I-S-T-E-R. That's right. I don't know, man. I He said he stayed at the Fister Hotel before. In another town, right? No, no, no. There, this oh, hotel. this one hotel. And he said it's it's not a chain of hotels. Fister isn't the new Kimpton. Right. Kimpton. Uh, Kimpton. Maybe. He said he uh, 
didn't experience any hauntings last time he was there at this hotel. Although Steve Garvey mistakenly entered his room in his tidy whities and that's an image that will haunt you for the rest of your life. You don't, we don't need to see that. He didn't experience any haunting. Well, if he didn't, then how do you know the, ho the hotel's haunted, Mookie? My guess is that maybe Mookie Betts thinks every hotel is haunted. Marriott Cart Courtyard, haunted. You hear the ghosts you were last time you were there, Mookie? Did you? No, but it's probably haunted. Or Mookie, like, you, you know what haunting means? I don't like, think he does. That's my question. I don't think he does. The second he, he walks into places, people might be like, Mookie. Mookie. Are they haunting? Is that ghosts? No, that's people rooting for you, bro. No. They're, they're excited. Mookie Betts fans are excited you're in the hotel. Lou Whitaker just checked in. <laughs> that's what happens, okay? That, so Bill Plunkett of the Orange County Register, he wrote, Mookie Betts rented an Airbnb for some friends and is staying there, quote, just in case the stories about ghosts are true. Said he doesn't really believe in ghosts, but he wants to find out if he's wrong. He doesn't want to find out if he's so wrong. So on some level, he does believe in ghosts. Or he would so, have so, gotten the Airbnb. So he's not a ghost, ghost atheist. He's a ghost agnostic is what I'm saying. And, I guess. And the possibility of it going wrong, Jay. It's going to keep him up at night, and he doesn't want to do that. I understand that. Why are the Dodgers staying at this hotel? There's Is there not, not like... a Four Seasons in, in Milwaukee or a Ritz-Carlton? Here's or... what players like when you're like, hey, we're going to go stay at a hotel in this other town, and it's a really quirky hotel. It's possibly haunted. Have a good night. Enjoy it. So baseball players, the most superstitious people on earth, athletes, as far as athletes go. No, so listen to this. Bet said he stayed at a Fister and the Vinoy in St. Pete, which is also a haunted hotel, supposedly. Is the is it a chain of hotels? Are there ghosts? I, I don't understand. Do ghosts only haunt a specific chain of hotels? If that's the case, that'd be... Go, if ghosts, can you get, like, haunting honor points, like Hilton Honors? Yes, I was haunted last night. That should give me double points. If I get haunted by seven ghosts, your next haunting is free. Maybe the certain ghosts are super brand loyal. I don't know. I only haunt these types of hotels. But, okay, so this is what Mookie said, and this is fair enough. He said the haunting, it's not necessarily that there was a haunting. It's that anytime he heard a noise all he night thought long, he thought it was, is that could, something, is that, is that, that something, is that something so that's going to keep him, him up at night, night, and that's not good. Now I want to see Mookie Betts on Ghost Hunters. How great would that be? Mookie Betts in a full Dodgers uniform with a bat, which does nothing because it's just going to swing right through a ghost, but just taking full cuts in the lobbies just practice of haunted swings. hotels, right? I want his Airbnb to be haunted. How about that? Can't well, escape it. What if his Airbnb is just the the guest house at Mike Budenholzer's house? Yes. Wouldn't that be great? And he keeps coming in. Just on a post-firing bender, he's like drunk. Okay. All right, man. Want right, to talk about Mike. the Bucks okay. organization with him? That's keeping him up at night all the time. Here's the thing about Middleton. All right, man. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Dude. I guys got to get some rest. Got I a stay, game against, I'm staying here. I got a game against the Brewers tomorrow. Just yeah. come on. Brewers. Speaking of Brewers, I just nope. brewed my own beer in my toilet. Nope, Mike, nope, Mike. Nope. We don't want to hear it. We, we don't need to hear that. Should have stayed at a Fister. Should have stayed at a Fister. Should have stayed at a Fister. Have I shown you my found art studio? No. Shut, just no. Mookie, we don't want to. Mike, we don't want to see it. Mookie's like, please don't, Please, Mike. dear God, no. The Airbnb person who stays around, who gets involved in your life while you're there, stop. You're not so, our friend. Let's just zoom out a little bit. That and just Mookie Betts, one of the best players in all of Major League Baseball, afraid of ghosts. That's that's fine. Jay, we got a caller. Let's take a call. 
Is it, is it a it the ghost? ghost? If it's the ghost of Connor, I want to know. If it's the ghost of Connor, let's take it. It's Connor. Uh, it's Connor. Hey, it's Rick from NorCal. Let's, uh, Rick, how you doing, buddy? Yo, what's up, Spar Brothers? What's We're up? good, man. How Everybody are you? you guys? I'm doing well. It's good to hear you guys' voice, man. It's been a long time. Thanks, buddy. How's it going up in NorCal? Are you excited that you won that game last night? Loving it, man. Loving it. Great. Can't complain. We'll take him any way we can, right? I love it. What's on your mind, buddy? <laughs> hey, man, you guys talk about De Niro. I, I think it's perfect planning on his part. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, as she's wiping the baby's ass, she can wipe his ass, too. It's a great so, point. Change both diapers. You change both diapers and put them both on the table. <laughs> I'm with, dude, I didn't even think of that. That is a great point. Yeah. I think it's a great plan, buddy. So I think that, that's what he's going for. So anyways, hey, just want to let you guys know, huge fan. Appreciate you guys hosting the show. Have a good one, fellas. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Rick. Rick in NorCal. He makes a great point. Uh, dude, Robert De Niro could be off of solid foods in like a year. <laughs> and then you're feeding them both. From the, one spoon for the baby, one spoon for my baby. Bobby, you want carrots? Look, <laughs> What do you want, Bobby? Beets? What I'm saying is <laughs> there could be a whole line of luxury adult changing tables. Low to the ground, easy to get on comfortable as hell like for dudes like tempurpedic like place to put your cigar out right on the side <laughs> ashtray in the corner little whiskey snifter in there whatever see i love this that's what i'm talking about I adult love. male changing table it looks a lot like a barber shop uh, dude i'm down for this he's right he's right just go out and get one woman two diapers that's the name of this that's the name of the game that's a website that's one a website. Woman, one woman, two diapers. Uh, it's a crazy time in LA right now. Oh, I yeah. want uh, part of me is like uh, we just talked to Rick in NorCal. Obviously, that series, you know, the, the Golden State Warriors did what the Knicks did and they kept themselves alive. I don't know if I don't know if the Lakers look it, without Anthony Davis. I don't think the Lakers have much of a shot. You need Anthony. I Davis. think they have a shot. I just think it's they're more beat. They're, they're clearly more beatable. More beatable. But I kind of want this series to extend, and I want there to be more games in L.A. in future series because of who's coming out to the games in L.A. So the last time the Lakers made the run all the way to the finals and won, it was in the bubble. Yeah, and we didn't, didn't get have... to see, like, celebrity, like, celebrities on display at the Lakers games. Celebrities who shouldn't be there. That's my favorite, who come, show up at Lakers games who shouldn't be there. Again, like Jack Nicholson can be there. It is pajamas. Jack Nicholson. He's basically wearing pajamas now. He does, he does not care. He, he definitely was in house slippers. He was and in he was smoking, I'm adult sure. Adult Garanimals. That's what the guy's wearing to the game. Most comfortable thing I've ever seen. He's going to be in a kimono. Like, I don't need to, at a commercial break, see his, like, his side boob. No. He's, he's becoming his character from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. But he's so. not in on the joke. No, but he's so comfortable. It's like he can't argue with the guy. They probably are like, where... Where's he going to go at, at, at halftime? Just let him let him roam around. I'm going to Darvin Ham's office. I, I don't know. Definite, I definitely feel like Jack Nicholson could wander on the court at some point. And they'd be like, just let it be. Just, just let, him, let be. him be. Just let him be. He's been a fan for a long get time. The guy, the get the guy with the swifter to like just swift him off the court. I mean, he really is a guy who who nobody in his life says no to. Nobody says no fine. to Jack That's Nicholson. fine. I get it. It's like he's earned that, I he's guess. He's an amazing actor, unbelievable, but no one says no to Jack Nicholson. No. Certainly not a Lakers game. Kim Kardashian showed up. Is she bigger than Nicholson? 
Kim Kardashian showed up at a Lakers game and she had to release a statement saying, I'm not dating anyone here. I'm not dating any of the players. Because, you know, anytime she starts dating a player, Chris Humphreys, that was bad news for him. Every time he, Every touched, time he touched the ball, people booed him. That's right. It's bad news. It's bad news. For- she, tweeted out, she tweeted out a picture of Tristan Thompson. On the Lakers. I was like, Tristan Thompson's on the Lakers? That That's how I, I'm finding out where Tristan Thompson is playing basketball through Kim Kardashian. Through her, like, through her Instagram, Instagram feed. Through her IG. I was like, he's on the, he's on the late. I don't, I, he certainly hasn't seen the court. Didn't he date? He, don't, he dated, dated Chloe, Chloe Kardashian. They married Chloe. He was married to Chloe Kardashian. They have a kid. Two kids. He got her after she got out of another relationship. We're like, this guy can rebound. He can rebound. He can clean up the glass. He cleans it up. But, like, she had to be like, I'm not dating anyone here. Who would she be dating? Uh, in my heart of hearts, and I know he's not her type, but I would say uh, I would love it to be Austin Reeves. I think Austin Reeves Austin Reeves is Cousin Greg from Succession. Tall, white dude who gives you more than you expect at any moment. Right, and everyone's like, ah, who cares about him? We're not even thinking this about him. This nerd over here, and this then punk, suddenly he's at the table. He's making a play. Let him eat. He's bringing a blogger. Let Logan, him cook. Let him cook. Let him eat. And I let him said cook. let him cook. Dude, I mean, he's bringing a blogger to Logan Roy's birthday. It's like, he what? What? He, it's like Austin Reeves. He, he can make mistakes, and then, like, he'll drive the land and get blocked, and you're like, it's all right. Austin Reeves is the type of guy that, like, would show up to a game wearing low tops. I'm like, bro. Those aren't even those basketball are boat, shoes. Those are boat shoes. Those are Sperry's. You can't play in Vans. You're wearing Sperry's. You're on the Lakers, bro. But, I mean, and then he goes off and scores like 22 points. Right. Or he'll hit important shots. Important shots when you need it. Like rattle around a 15-footer from the elbow. Like that's. That's who that's who, that's who this kid. should be with. And, again, he's cousin Greg from Succession. That's who Austin Reeves is. And, to me, that would be great if she started dating him. I mean, it's not A.D., it's not going to be AD. If AD starts dating Kim Kardashian, put him on the IR. Is there an injury? Reserve. <laughs> Into reserve in basketball? Thicken up those eyebrows, bro. Yeah, that's what Chad. That's what's going to happen. Well, no. She's going to make him go to her eyebrow person. Electrolysis. And, and, yep, just and clean get it rid up. of it. And then he suddenly, to me, his eyebrow, it's the, the unibrow is his superpower. It's, it's Samson and Delilah. Maybe she's hired, but she's been hired by the Golden State Warriors to start dating Anthony Davis, get him to shave the middle of his brow, and then he loses all of his superpower. She would do that. I I, I feel like Jeannie Buss was the one who was like, "You gotta make a statement." You got Jeannie Buss would be like, "You gotta say something." You have to say you're not with anybody. We can't just show a cutaway of you here. She's like I'm just a fan of basketball. I'm like, since when? When? Since when are you a fan of basketball? Since when? I mean, I you get- want to be seen at the biggest event that's happening in L.A. You want to make have an Instagram photo opportunity near the court in this moment and say, I'm part of the biggest thing that's happening in L.A. She is pretty big. She's huge. She's bigger than the game. She's bigger than the Lakers. I don't know. She's bigger. She, she's bigger than the Lakers without Anthony Davis. I'll say that. Put her hey, in. Remember when LeBron. She could box out. Hey, remember when LeBron was on the Lakers? He still is. He's, yeah, he's still on the Lakers. He is. LeBron is still a part of the Lakers. We haven't talked about him once. We have not talked about him once. LeBron is on the Lakers. LeBron was on the Lakers, and two games ago, didn't take a shot in the first quarter. Yeah. Didn't take a shot. Took five shots in the first half. And during that time, he sold three TV shows. Yeah. 
Spring Hill Entertainment sold three. T- he sold like three summertime game shows. And his son's going to USC. The Cube. He sold the. A, is the Cube his show? I'm sure the Cube is his show, right? Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Wade hosts hosting. the Cube. Shaq is on it. It it has to be his show. He sold the Rubik's Snake, which is another that's game show. show. He. That's not a show. There's the wall. Which, what if that was the wall that they built between Mexico and the what, United States? What if Just Kim Kardashian is there to date Del Curry? T- to take away the father? Yeah. Maybe. Is he still single? I don't know if he got back with his wife. I don't know if he got I, back I with his divorced. wife. Are they divorced? They were divorced, yeah. And then they dated they two people who were who used to be together. What? She dated a guy. Yeah. They, they're divorced, right, Alvy? I, I think they are. Thank still you. divorced after 33 years. Mm. Still together. Were they divorced for 33 years? No, they, they, were, were they were together and then they, <laughs> and then they, and then they broke up. <laughs> That'd be so great if they, they denote time by the number of years that they were divorced. This is my ex-wife. We've been divorced for 33 years. Oh, my God. That's so great. That's so great. You guys. 33 years. Still going strong. <laughs> what? God, what? Fingers crossed. God, God willing. God willing for another 30. God willing. We won't get back together. God willing, right here mm-hmm. for another thirty-three more. She has to release a statement. That's how that's that's how toxic the connection is. What if she's like, I'm here and I'm dating Jack Nicholson? That, that would be incredible, amazing. But she's not sitting with him. I'm here and I'm dating Jack Nicholson because he wants to have a, another baby to compete with Robert De Niro's baby that he just had. Yeah, and you it's ma- you imagine that. Yeah, you imagine. Two you baby. have to get you have you're gonna have to get child care at your own funeral. That's it for your kid. For your kid, someone watch that kid. I gotta go give a eulogy for his dad. Ugh. Crazy, who died of natural causes. Died so, of old age. There was a moment where they're like, "Should we have a kid?" That should never have been a question ever. Release a statement, Kim. You're at the game. Let people know you're Let not Let people dating. know you're not dating anyone. Anyone. We you, can't have any Laker distractions right now. We're on the brink. They're on the brink. They have to win game six or else game seven is just going to be a absolute massacre. And let me ask you this, Rand. If they get by the Warriors, do you give them a shot against the Nuggets or the Suns? No. It's going to come from that other series. That's who's coming from the West. I think so. We haven't, like... Anthony Davis is so injury prone. We're not even talking about Joel Embiid, who is even more injury prone. That's, That's right. Anthony Davis's injuries supersede Joel Embiid. That's the world we're living in right now. We're going to talk about all of it after the break because we got Matt Weiner on the show. Can't wait. Let's do that right now. We're going to take a little break. Uh, Alvy, you're doing a great job. Jack, you're doing a great job. Everyone here, we're having so much fun. Midway through the show, almost Matt Weiner on the other side of this. Let's get all our NBA questions answered. We have the Sklar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome. On CBS Sports. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. All right, guys. 
my favorite thing is forcing you guys listen to uh, indie, indie rock. rock. That's it. It's perfect. One quick, because uh, our guest is here. And guys, I so any much. any idea where I can buy a combination Walker and baby carriage signed Bobby D. Allen in Manitoba? Right on, buddy. It's great. A walker. But, I mean, a baby carriage is basically a walker. It's to me, it's like treating your child like he or she is a king or a queen. Uh, the right brain X says uh, they will make his whole head little eyebrows. Who's they? Who they? We'll talk about that later because uh, I want to talk some NBA right now with our buddy from St. Louis. Uh, he's our buddy from St. Louis, but he's so much more than that. He's so accomplished. Fantastic career on ESPN and now is the guy I go to to hear about stuff. He anchors the desk so beautifully. We're, of course, talking about Matt Weiner. Matt, how you doing, buddy? So far, so good. How about you guys? We're, We're great. great. We're great. What an unbelievable topsy-turvy NBA playoff series just group of series that we have right now did you ever think we'd be sitting here going all right an eighth seed looks like maybe the strongest seven seed looks pretty good in the west kind of amazing no i i mean you know this may uh put the lie to all the credentials you you gave me up front because i thought milwaukee was the safest bet coming in yep uh out of the eastern conference and obviously that blew up right there it's it's nuts, right? Uh, Miami's got a chance to reach the conference finals for the third time in four years after losing their first play-in game, after losing Tyler Hero along the way, Victor yeah. Oladipo as well, and somehow they're on the verge of the final four. In the West, you've got just the second-ever six-versus-seven-seed matchup there. Um, yeah, this is what it's supposed to be. You know, there were years where I covered the NBA where in September – you had a pretty good idea that it was going to be the Warriors and the Cavaliers in the finals. That's right. And as great as those series could be, that's not necessarily great for the league to know that six months ahead of time. That's right. I think the play-in has been one of a revelation for the NBA. That whole play-in series is fantastic. And it's about, we were talking about this on our podcast with someone in, in terms of, of hockey. If you are playing tough games down the stretch you're playoff ready and i think a lot of those lower seed teams when i say lower i mean six seven eight seed teams who are fighting for their fighting playoff for lives their before play the playoffs that's starts. right they're game ready and they've found something that gets them into playoffs and they're hot which i think is i think is better for the game yeah i think there's something to that and i'll take it a step further because we did uh one of the miami games we did the clincher in fact in milwaukee and talking to Eric Spolstra about everything they had been through in the regular season, they played more what the NBA uh, defines as clutch games than any team in the league. They had more clutch wins, 32 of them, than any team in the league. That prepares you for those final few minutes of a playoff game as much as anything. They're, you know, as, as much as you'd love to be the number one seed or the number two seed to guarantee yourselves home court advantage in any series and potentially throughout the NBA playoffs and into the finals, there's something to be said for grinding it out over months at a time and finding out what you are in those late game situations. And Miami's the the greatest possible example of that. Yeah. And they're a great example of culture and coaching. Like you look at a team like the Clippers who had stars, who definitely had guys who could take over games, but they weren't healthy. There, there just seemed like there was a lack right a lack of an identity and a lack of a culture. And people are saying, look, Miami culture is real. Like, I mean, this may be Spolstra's best coaching job that he's had. I mean, the bubble was great, but this might be his best coaching job of any season. Well, there's a reason Jimmy Butler wanted to be there, right? And it's because yep. of that reputation. 
They're going to work. Everyone is expected to work. It's understood going in. There is a sense of purpose there. There is a sense of loyalty to the organization there. There's a reason why folks stay with the Miami Heat for decades at a time. Uh, there's a reason why you see Pat Riley seated with the same people at every game for That's the it. last 20 years or 25 years, whatever it's been. Yep. Jimmy Butler had criticized teammates in other places for not working hard enough. Mm -hmm. He wanted to see if that culture we always talk about was real. And Spolstra will be the first to tell you, look, we're not for everyone. This doesn't work for everybody, but it works the way they do it. If you've got the right personnel there, they're making this happen. They're, they're a win away from the conference finals with seven undrafted players on the playoff roster right now. Unbelievable. I don't know if that's ever happened before, but it's hard to imagine in today's game you could pull that off. So you ask yourself, would you rather have a team full of people that have all bought into what's up? They know their role on the team. Everybody knows what they need to do to be successful. Or a team full of superstars. Maybe one of them's a head case. Maybe one of them believes the world is flat. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what, but I'm saying <laughs> we don't know who these guys are playing for. And like you said, end of the game, everybody needs to know where the ball can go or has to go or has to go. And when you know those things, because you played tough games down the stretch and clutch games, to me, I think those teams are more prepared. And I don't know. I do think it, I feel like I want to see more of these six, seven, eight seeds making deep runs in the, in the playoffs. It's amazing. Well, it's an interesting balance. And I think if you ask any, anybody in charge of assembling a roster around the NBA, Almost every one of those guys would tell you that they would opt for talent over chemistry, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They want the high-end talent because that's ultimately, typically what wins championships. You can go back through NBA history. You don't find many NBA champions who don't have top five players um, going back to probably the 04 Pistons. Right. So, you know, you want that talent, but there's something to be said for you know, cohesiveness and a sense of purpose and a sense of understanding as to who does what. And in the case of Miami, they have a really, really good player in Jimmy Butler, who, despite his uh, protest to the contrary, seems to pick it up at playoff time, seems to be a little bit different, seems to be calibrated for the postseason. And they follow his lead and everybody else does whatever is necessary to win those games. Now, does that make Miami a favorite to reach the finals? It's hard to say. You know, they weren't a very good offensive team during the year. The talent is not at the level of, of say, Boston or Philadelphia in the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. So it, it does feel to a certain extent like they're sort of MacGyvering their way toward the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Um, but again, to the point about the culture, it's real and it manifests itself in these tough games. I mean, a culture guy, we talked about him at the top of the show, Jalen Brunson. A culture guy who, to me, is was the missing piece that took that Knicks team from being a perennial seventh or eighth seed out in the always first out round. in the first round. And you're like, okay, this guy who's six foot two, and I argued earlier in the show, probably I don't know if he can dunk a basketball. Stop it. I don't know if he. You say shorter <laughs> than six two. If he had to dunk a basketball, he's coming down. He, he could dunk a grapefruit. He could dunk a, or a grape, tennis ball. A tennis ball, but I don't know about a basketball. This guy is the I guy. could dunk a tennis ball for the you record. Can, okay, good. Nice. Good to know. Nice. But this well, I could. I can now. You, you used you can't to be now. able to. There's no way you could now. But I mean, who would you rather have on your team as like the guy, the leader? The Jalen Brunson or Paul George? I would say Jalen Brunson. And if you want to argue who has more talent, like well, on paper, mm-hmm. 
Well, who's available for one? Jalen right. Brunson played 48 minutes last night. He did. Yeah. Um, you know, at this time of the year, that's more valuable than talent if you can't play, right? That's right. Uh, Brunson is a great example of someone who is kind of greater than the sum of his parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I Look, I've interviewed Jalen Brunson. He might be 6'1". Mm. Um, you know, he's not a whole lot taller than I am. And he's not particularly explosive, as as you mentioned. His footwork is phenomenal. Amazing. Uh, he understands angles. He understands how to use his body. He's kind of a stout guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he understands winning. You know, he won at Villanova. Mm-hmm. And he's he's won maybe beyond the level at which he was scouted, which is why he was a second-round pick in the first place. And there are some guys who just have that intangible thing, and they know how to play, and they know how to win. He grew up around the game. He's seen it. He understands it as well as anybody in the league. Now, again, that gets to the question of, is the talent level good enough for Jalen Brunson to be a number one on a contending team? I don't know. Time will tell about that. But there is something to be said for his leadership and winning plays on the floor. Yeah, and and he he just makes everybody around him better. If He he might not be the number one talent, but if he takes everybody and makes them better, he's more valuable than just having one guy out there who's doing and it feels like that's not happening right now for the celtics there there's no one on that team right now even though they are a collection of great players there are a lot there's a lot of talent on that team yep but it feels like they haven't played their best game yet at all certainly not in this series like they've gotten some wins but it doesn't feel like they're they're kicking on all cylinders am i wrong to say that no, I don't think so at all. And, and Jason Tatum finished fourth in the MVP vote. That's where I voted him. Yep. And he's been good, but not great. He's only exceeded his regular season scoring average twice in this series so far. He's still not averaging five assists per game, which to me is is the area for growth as his career continues. And look, yep. he's, a, he's a great player. Amazing. Never averaged five assists a game. And for a guy who has the ball in his hands as often as he does, I think that's a number that, that needs to come up. But there are going to be times, and maybe it's in game six, facing elimination, where he's got to be a little more of a takeover guy and and dominate to save the year for Boston. They won in, in Milwaukee in game six last year. We'll see if they can pull that out again. The other thing with, with Boston is that, and this goes back to last season, those clutch games I mentioned, they were not very good last year. They seem to address that picking up Derek White and then Malcolm Brogdon, two mm-hmm. great decision makers and ball handlers. Yep. But it hasn't necessarily translated in the postseason. They're three and four in the postseason so far in those clutch games. Um, sometimes it's decision making. Sometimes it's clunky offensive possessions. For instance, Marcus Smart with the ball in his hands in that overtime game in Philadelphia, the one one he failed to get off a shot. That's right. And the other time he missed a shot. That's not what you want necessarily in those possessions. They've got to get better in that. And the other thing that's been more glaring, and maybe it's more matchup specific with Philly, is their late game defense has not been good at all, which is surprising for a team that was so good in the regular season. So who's got the best shot to win their game six on the road? Golden State, uh, Boston, or the Knicks? I mean, it's, it's setting up so beautifully here to to win that tough game on the road for any of those teams. Who do you think has the best shot to win it? I will say Golden State, um, in part because of the Anthony Davis situation and the unknown, right. uh, in part because they've got this incredible streak of I've lost track of the number, 
20 something straight series with a road win. Mm. Um, there is what Greg Popovich used to call institutional knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the core group has been through this so many times before. They're not going to be phased by that situation. Look, these are both kind of flawed teams. The Lakers are not a great team. I don't think Golden State at this stage is a, is a great team. Um, but can they win on the road? I, I would I would lean toward them. And I, I guess I would put Boston second on that list. So, so you feel pretty, pretty strongly that the uh, the team coming from the West is coming from the other series, probably Denver, maybe Phoenix. That's a great series too. But would you? Is that? It is. Yeah, is that correct in saying that that's probably going to probably be the team probably yeah it it's pretty uh, it's pretty wide open. I mean, on both sides, I don't yeah. know that there is a dominant team right now. If you had to pick a favorite, and I don't, I don't follow Vegas, so I don't know what they're saying at the moment. Yeah, uh, it was Milwaukee, it was Boston. I don't know who they're favoring right now. It might be Philly, the way things are going. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the West, look, Denver has looked solid. They've the the issues they've had are the same ones they've had in the regular season, and that is non Jokic minutes. Right, right. They have only won non Jokic minutes in one game. In this series so far, that was game two, and the Suns bench went two of 16 that night. He's been a plus in the plus minus in every single game so far, plus 46. The bench is minus seven, and this mm. is something they tried to address in the offseason, and, and I think they got better, they, uh, certainly with Bruce Brown coming in, and he was huge in, in the win the other night. But that's still an issue for Denver. It's one of the reasons he you know, he picked up the MVP votes he did is, is because – Without Jokic, the Nuggets were a terrible team in the regular season, to be honest, when he yeah. was off the floor. Uh, but this season, this uh, series so far has gone to every home team. Yeah. So can somebody get a performance uncharacteristic off their bench on the road and turn this thing one way or the other? That's what we're waiting to find out. I mean, that to me would be a dream. As a guy who doesn't have a dog in the race to see Embiid. Bunch and, of game sevens. But Embiid and Jokic in the NBA Finals oh, yes. to me would oh, be yeah. an absolute dream. Those two guys, Embiid winning the MVP, Jokic the last couple of years would be amazing. Matt, we're going to watch you. Where can people see you and, and check out your stuff on NBA TV? I'll be back in the studio tomorrow night. Today is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. Yes, tomorrow night we do pregame shows every night before the game start, and we do – post-game press conference shows after every playoff game. I love checking in with you guys on the post-game. Matt Weiner, thanks for joining us on the show. Appreciate all your knowledge, your friendship, and uh, good luck to you, man.